0: Today is going to be a good day. Today is going to be a good day. Today is going to be a good day. Good day. Good day. Good day. Welcome to Transformation Inside Out Morning Devotion Podcast. I am your host Tawanda Williams, and I am so excited that you are with me today. Now, let's see what the Lord have for us. um is not always easy although When we think about transition, we get excited, but transition is not always an easy thing, but we have to continue to trust God through it, right? And not allow anything to stop us from trusting in God because he's in control. You know, even when it comes to transition, he's in control even of your transition. You you yourself just have to surrender. What is God doing in this season in my life? And I don't wanna be stagnant. We talk about being stagnant, how, how important it is, you know? So you're gonna hear these things as we go through Joshua, You're going to continue to hear these things constantly over and over, but we can't be stagnant in these things, but we have to allow what God is doing in this season that we trust Him. That even when it seems as though, you know, everything is against you or everyone is against you that you got to trust God. I think that's a, that's a key point because I'm going to piggyback back again into Moses. And why, what was the reason why Moses could not go into the promised land, right? Because there was some things that was going on. And I believe that sometimes we do have a lot of, things that we've dealt with in our past, but there comes a a time when in order for us to go to that next level, that God will require us to kill it, to get rid of those very things that anger, hurt, unforgiveness, those very things that is weighing us down, becoming a weight in our lives that it will stunt or stop us from moving forward. Right? So when we think about even the very hurt and pain and all those things that we've, we've experienced. We, we, we mentioned that, you know, we can turn those, that pain into purpose, that, that some of the things that we have gone through, if we can have a different perspective about it and be able to allow God to use those very things that we've gone through, right. To be able to Glorify God to be able to help others. Josh, um, Joseph was one of those, right? His brothers threw him in the pit. He was accused of all this stuff, but yet, yet, Joseph was able to turn his pain into purpose. Because at the end of all of this, when he finally got to his destination, when he finally got to where God had, had elevated him in the from the dream that he God showed him, when he got to where he was supposed to be in a place of position of purpose. Joseph was able to say, what you have meant for evil, God has turned it around for my greater good. And I always say this, that it's important to understand that when we are truly, truly walking in the will of God, that there's going to be some some people who are not happy with that. But a lot of times we can't discount God using our enemies. That we got to stay focused because if not, it'll, it'll take us off the path. So as we are being positioned for transition that we are going to experience some things through the process. So we said that transition is this, it's a process or a period of changing from one state or condition to another. It's a process or a period that that you're going to change from one state to another. And as we are preparing for that transition, that God will position us in, in certain things he would position us right and in that position that there's three things there's a process, there's preparation and there's placement right so so when we look at even you know Moses you know which was their awesome leader that Moses himself had the transition Moses could not you know transition into the promised land but his transition was he was going God was going to take him back home. Right. So there was a transition there. And Moses himself was preparing. Right. He had to prepare the Israelites and prepare Joshua to be the next leader. And remember when when I talked about how important it was for Moses to have the right perspective, that even though he wasn't going into the promised land, Moses knew that this was bigger than him. You know, it was bigger than him. In fact, he begged God to to let him go in, but God said, no, he couldn't go in. But I just want to kind of go back and just, you know, talk about some things about Moses, right? Right. Because I love the word of God because it can really help us, you know, because we are always, you know, going through battles and issues and things of like, like they fought physical battles. We fight spiritual battles, you know? And in that, we have to understand that the battle is not against flesh and blood, but against demons and principalities and rulers in high places. And I, I said to you how important it is for you to know your enemy, that, that it's not that we go searching for the enemy, saying, where you at? Where you at? Where you at? You know, I'm coming for you because you can't do nothing. It's not about what you can do. It's not about your power or might, but it is by the spirit of the Lord, our God. So, so it's not you going searching out. Things I'm, I'm reminded of when Jesus sent the disciples out, right? And they came back, they was excited, they were like, Yo, you know, they, you know, it, it's it was messed just like you said, these demons, they're afraid of us, and da, 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 da. but he said, Yo, don't glorify in that, glorify that your name is written in the book of life. Right, so we don't glorify going looking, chasing demons. But what I but I need you to understand in this season that we do need to know our enemy. That sometimes we have not been taught that yo that we will have these, this the spiritual warfare. And then there will be things that will come against us, that we got to take a stance, that we got to take a stand, that we cannot run away. But God does not call us to back down, but He calls us to move forward, that when the opposition is against you, that you don't shrink up and say, okay, I'm done. But you continue to move forward and use that, that sign of an opposition so that you're in the right place. You know, But the enemy will make you think that you're not in the right place because you got the opposition because people might be coming against you because people who once might might have said just like they did jesus like messiah messiah right you know giving him glory right holy holy hope you know all you know saying so wonderful things but then then they were the same ones that were saying crucify him so there are going to be times in life that you experience that but what what is it that you are to do is not say, yo, I'm done. I'm turning around. I have to deal with this because then we would be opting and out of our flesh. Because I told you before that when you are operating in purpose that, yo, that that is not going to be so easy. So when I really think about transition, right, it's never easy. Transition is never easy. Right. In in so many different ways. So Moses, right. He, he had some, he, he had some anger issues. There were some things that, that Moses did that kept him from his promise. Let me tell you something. There are some things that I I mean, when I, I, I do believe when we talk about grace, that God's grace is sufficient. You know, and, and, and that's all well and good. That is so true. His grace is sufficient for everything. Paul said, this thorn is in my side. This enemy keeps agitating me. Yo, God, remove it. And God said, no, my grace is sufficient. So that tells you right there that that thorn did not move because God says, I'm going to give you the grace to be able to get through. I'm going to give you the grace to be able to run your race. I'm going to give you the grace that you need to go through this opposition. I'm not going to move, remove it. So there are certain things in our life that God won't remove, that he will allow us to go through. So Moses went through some things before he got to this point right here. But there was some anger issues. And, and, and there was some things that he experienced, maybe rejection. There's some things that he experienced that when he got to the level that he was, oh, that they started to creep up. So let's talk about that just for a little bit. This is we. This is key. And I'll tell you why it's key. Because a lot of times when God is doing something new we're holding on to the old or we're doing things the old way. And when we do things the old way, we will miss it. When we when we go by something that God said and not what God is saying, we'll miss it. So when the first time when the children of Israel, they were complaining, they were they needed water and God told them to strike the rock, the rock and that that it would um, the water would come out. Right. So Moses did that. And okay, so this is the next time whenever they really started complaining and they were talking about really just taking them out. Right. And and Moses went to God and he prayed and God gave him instructions to speak to the rock. Right. So Moses. Didn't do what God told him to do. Moses actually was supposed to speak to the rock, but he struck the rock and then he started Going off on the people saying you rebels right he started going off on the people and then <laughs> and then that's when everything started coming down. Moses started to, to even take credit for it. should we do this? No it's not a we this thing is only about God, right this this is not about us. it's not about what we can do. it's not about what we think. Yes, God, God has placed us here as servants. And there's things that, that we ourselves are supposed to be in position to do, but, but we're not in charge of God's people. We're not, we, we, we're not in charge of his people. He is that when Moses was out of line, when he started going off on the people, calling them rebels, when God told Moses to speak to the rock, he struck the rock. That was something that he did before, but this time, God said, speak to the rock and he didn't do it. Then Moses started to take credit for himself, thinking that it was about him. Now I do believe that, that we are, we're God's servants, but when God tells us to do something, we're to do it. We don't always get it right though, fam. We don't. And I can honestly say, we make some mistakes. Hello. Made, made some mistakes and and as we walk this path of life, you know, as we are seeking, trying to seek things that that, you know, that God wants us to do and be and walk in in, in the insight and the wisdom that God have us. There's so many things that's trying to take us off the path and so many things that are fighting for our attention. And the enemy trying to take territory from us, right? We we know that. That he tries to take as much as territory of our lives that he can. I. I, This is something that It's just so true And that if we're not careful That we would do something in, In a new season That was part of an old season So God told him to speak to it Not to hit it And not to hit it in the rage that he did Not to call the people names And not to take the credit for it Yo, this right here it's so key because a lot of times it's people people that will make us get in our feelings and our emotions and god does not want that he wants us to be holy because he is holy he wants us to trust him he doesn't want us to be in rage and anger you know I, honestly there's some things that we all have been through in life that was not nice wasn't good but i can honestly tell you this that god does not want us to be angry and in offense jesus said to us yo when you're offended drop it quickly when you have an alt against your brother and sister yo you you go to them you know that that you how could you love him and don't love your brother and sister how could you That, that we are here to love each other and support each other and be there for each other you know, so when, when we can really set our difference aside and really listen to what God is saying, even when it comes to certain relations we got to be obedient and nobody, nobody's word trumps God's word. I have to tell you that, that the enemy wants you to think that it's OK. I, I, I do. I, I keep saying this. I do honor my, my leaders. I honor them because i do believe that that they they go through so much i do honor them and i will continue to honor the leaders and i if you if you don't then you're going against the word of god i want to honor my leaders and everything but my what god is saying can't trump what they're saying that they confirm they don't affirm God is the only one who affirms you, but they can confirm, okay? So when we know that, that we honor, we respect, right? We respect, but the affirmation comes from God. Know that, affirmation comes from God. So just to piggyback a little bit more on on Moses, Moses pretty much, could not go into the promised land didn't mean that he didn't experience some wonderful things of god he just worked so hard on this mission that god had him on to, to, to lead the people in that the very thing that god had him preparing them for that he could not experience it he couldn't go in so he had to train joshua he had to prepare joshua you know I I look at that as Moses had an an awesome, his, his his character was flawless. Why? Because he himself knew that it was bigger than him. He himself did not allow the things that he couldn't do to go into the Promised Land to make him bitter. But he knew that this thing was better and bigger than him. That even though that he could not go in, yo. That the fact that the children of Israel was going in, and that he needed to train Joshua, that everything had to continue to move forward, even though he could not go in, that he that that God talked to, to to Moses. It wasn't like you know you can say well he was angry and this and that. I don't believe that. I think I believe we serve a God that is you know loving and compassionate, but there are certain things that he can't he won't allow to happen. There's certain things you know, and I know that we, we have this mentality that, yo, you know, I can just do what I want because grace is going to cover us. But let me tell you this. I I'm reminded of Paul. I'm reminded of what Paul said, you know, when, when he was saying, you know, they were saying, well, yo, the more that we sin, the more grace abounds. And Paul was like, yeah, you know what? Grace is there, you know, grace is there just in case, not just because, grace is there for you right paul was saying but listen to this that you should die to sin and you should be alive to Christ and that's what paul was telling them that that you we don't just go out and say hey you know i got a free sin card i can do what i want no i got a free sin card i can talk, i can do this i can do that you know it's not that that god doesn't condemn us but he does convict us Right? He does convict us of sin. So, in, in this, you know, with Paul, Paul is like, you should be dead to sin, that you got to die to sin, but be alive to Christ, that we just don't go to do what we want to do. I admit that we all fall short. I admit that we we don't always do everything right. I get that. You know, yo, can, I could can put my foot, yeah, come on. We don't always do it right. But when we know better, we do. Do, we're supposed to do better. When we know better, we are supposed to do better. And there are some, some things in, in that we will come up against that it seems like it's the most difficult in our lives. But, but we have to look to God. Listen, the enemy wants us to make decisions and choices without the Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit is there to lead and guide. We are to be led by the Holy Spirit. Listen, when we continue to just not listen and and we all come on now, we all been there, but, but I do believe that iron sharpens iron. And I believe that when we are, when we come together, when we can ask God, Holy Spirit, reveal it. I mean, more now than anything that that I've been through a season Mm -hmm. in my life, that there were certain things that was going on that, yo, I really thought that I was doing the right thing. I thought that I was making the right decision and the right choices. Right? But the Holy Spirit revealed some things. And that's what it's about when we can be led by the Spirit and not by the flesh. That the enemy is going to always try to condemn us. He's going to always try to de- deceive us. He's, he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. That there are things in our life that we think is right, right? That, that we have an understanding, right? And God is telling us don't lean on your own understanding but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. I noticed some things that every time, you know, that that is not that the things are not going to happen because they're going to come, the attacks are going to come. But this is, this is the key for me. what I realized was, Oh, every time the attacks came, either I was like, okay, shrink back. And like, well, maybe this is not for, what God wants. That was oh, no. that, that that there will be times when the attacks comes because you are walking in the will of God. That there will be times when the attacks come because you are doing the, the things that God has called you to do. There there's gonna be times when the attacks come because you are dying. or help me to die daily. But but to understand that yo, it's not just a one time thing. And my prayer is, God, help me to die daily that I will never get so prideful to think that I have reached and I've made it because that's not the case. It's not the case. It's never the case with any of us, but we are here to help each other. We're here to help each other. And Moses was a team player. Moses was a team player, even though he made some mistakes, he was still a team player. You know how I know that? Because he didn't walk away. And, and, and that even though he hit the rock, he called them rebels, even though that was the case when he realized that he made a mistake, he didn't walk away. He didn't say enough is enough to the to the call, maybe to the enemy. He didn't say it to the call. But what he said was, "Mm, yo, I need to be in position to train Joshua because even though I can't go into the promised land then I got to train my replacement. I have to be obedient because I didn't listen to instructions before. But for this, I want to listen to instructions and what God is telling me to do. I love that about his character Cause he, he was like, this is bigger than me, bigger than me. So he had a transition and then part of that transition, he had to prepare Joshua for his transition. Okay. So know that. that I thought, I thought that that was good to, to, to understand not only that, that we can even just take the nuggets from Moses. Like, like, even when, when, when you are walking this thing out called life, that one thing is for sure that we cannot allow people to take us there. And it's, 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 it's easy said and hard to do, but we have to continue to be in the word and, and continue to allow the spirit of the Lord to lead us. I'm not saying that we make no mistakes. Come Come on now, that we're not perfect. I'm not saying that we are not perfect, but sometimes we can get so stubborn in our ways that some of the very things that we are used to, can really take us off the path. So again, the first time God told him to strike the rock, but this time he said, speak to it. But as you can understand that, that just that made him go totally off the path. God said, speak to him, not speak to the rock, not strike it. Moses striked it. And when he striked it, he striked it with anger and rage when he striked it he, he he ended up um um taking credit for something that wasn't him can can you honestly can you get it that this this is not about us it's all about god and that the enemy comes to still kill and destroy and he wants to take us out of position out of alignment i i'm i'd be honest with you there are some things i'm like now in the season that i'm in i'm like I, I, I'm like God I want to make the right decision I do you know and there might be some things that 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 yo I might have missed missed it but but do you get back up and do you continue to move forward like Moses said do you get back up right and you and are you in position to hear what God is saying that you continue on and not allow what what you cannot go in or get? Do you become bitter or better? Do you continue to know that this is all for the mission and not for, not about the mistakes that we made, not to dwell in the mistakes. We all made, made some mistakes, right? We all did some things. We all made some bad choices, right? But when we know better, we do do better. When we get into the word of God and the word of God is helping us right when we get into the the right environment it will begin to show us some areas in our lives right when, when we are listening to what god is saying and not what people are saying see i i have i do believe this that when we, when our relationship is right with god then it can be right with others then we won't be holding each other's hostage i that right there is so key And there's been some some things, right, in our lives that people have done, but we don't hold them lightly, but we can turn that pain, right, into purpose, that we are able to help others through it, that when the the, the deceptions and the tricks and the, the, the things of the lies of the enemy, when he's creeping up, that we're not thinking one way and that we are against each other instead of Really seeing who, who's the enemy behind this, that this battle is not against flesh and blood, but against demons and principalities and powers and rulers in high places. That Lord set a guard over my mouth that I only speak the words that you want me to speak. That I don't want to be just saying the words, but I want to live it. I decree and I declare that we're going to live the word that the enemy will not be able to get a foot in that he will not be able to separate us or segregate us. But as we come together and we remain, right? That we are connected to God and to each other, that we will not allow what we've been through to stop us. But we also would be able to use the very things what the devil meant for evil, God will turn it around for his greater good. I need you to hear that today. Because Moses, Moses did not allow what he was going through to stop him from preparing Joshua. He knew that this is bigger. This is better that I cannot, I cannot be bitter in this situation that I may have missed what God said the last time, but this time, whatever God is saying, I want to be able to hear what he's saying. And if he tells me to, yo, train up Joshua that I'm not going to be bitter but I'm going to take the the what God is saying to do and I'm going to do it fam I need you to hear that because there's some things there's some positions that we got to be able to prepare our replacement for we we have to be able to do that and, and whatever God say to do, we just can't allow the enemy to make us bitter. Because let me tell you something, I believe. When mo- listen to this, Paul said, "Yo, if I had a choice to live or go home to be with the Lord, I would choose to go to be with the Lord." You know, he said, but while I'm here, I'm here for your benefit. I'm here to help you. I'm here for you. Because to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. But the reason that God have me here is to help you. Listen, Paul was like, I'm good. I know that my name is written. I know that I'm, I'm there, but I'm here for your benefit. Yo, that right there is so, so key. But Paul went through some things. Paul was placed in prison. Paul was stoned. Paul, you know, people, you know, attacked Paul and and his position and who he was because he wasn't a part of the original, right? But it didn't make him any less spiritual. He had an encounter with the Lord. And even though he was going in the wrong direction at one point, he turned back around and he got on the right path. So understand that, that when, when we have our leaders, it's not about them trying to be, have a stage or a platform, but it's all about us doing the will and the purpose of God, that the enemy is going to try to do everything that he can to stop you from moving forward, to stop you from doing the will and the purpose of God. One of the things that you got to know is who God called you is who God called you. And if it be the whole world be against you, yo, then you got to stand in position and do what God has called you to do. I know that it doesn't sound right to you because the world tells you that you got to get yours and do you and, you know, call people names and, push them out, but it's not up to us. God is the one who elevates one and brings down another. God is the one that does it. We have to take our rightful position and we have to know that. Yes, I love my leaders. I love you, everyone. But listen, we all got to take a look and say, whatever God is saying, that's what I got to do even if it's against what everybody else is telling me to do i need you to hear that today because we all are going to be faced with that you know and and when god gives you another chance to make it right make it right let me tell you something there's something i gotta do that and this is something that i had to realize because and i make this i hope this helps someone because even though god have me in the position here doing this and preaching the word as a servant that I myself have to eat the word too. I got to eat it too. And there's times when the enemy will make you think that, yo, you shouldn't be preaching this word because you're experiencing certain things. Preach the word anyway, and then tell God to help you to live out the very word. You should be living it. Yes, but you, the word that God is giving you to give to others is for you too. So I say, God, whatever you have me preach, help me to live it too. So there's some things that God has not condemned me for, but has convicted me and, and I gotta make it right. And even though the person may not receive it, I'm gonna say it in love. And I'm gonna ask God how to say it. I'm, I'm I, I said this early, like Nathan, The way he handled David when he had to confront David, he handled it so good. I always say that Nathan didn't go to David after God. First of all, God told Nathan to go. The word says that God told Nathan to go. Listen up. If God told you to go, go. God told Nathan, to go, i got to say it again. God said it. And Nathan was obedient in what God said. God sent Nathan to David. But the way Nathan handled it was this. He didn't say, David, you are out of line. You nasty. You're not doing this right. This and that. You you are you're walking in sin, you're walking in error, you're no, he didn't say that. But what he did was he gave him a scenario. A scenario that helped David once he was revealed that this scenario that Nathan was talking about was him. And when David realized that. It was him who sinned against God because he, he had a heart after God. You know, think about that. David, who, who who had a heart, a man after God's own heart, was in sin. So see, just because you got a heart after God, it doesn't mean that you won't be tripped up. And if you look at David's life, David, it started with him looking at something that he shouldn't have been looking at. And it went from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. And that's about, that's something about sin, right? What sin does in our lives, you look at it as, oh, it was only one look. But that one look created a lust of the eye because he saw it. And then he wanted to satisfy his flesh. Then he became prideful in it and started to, do things and kill Sheba's husband, one who was a servant to him. That was his servant. He was there to serve David. But because David opened himself for this, it, it, it began to sparrow. So back to the way that Nathan handled it. Nathan didn't handle it by saying, you nasty. You, you know you wrong. Everybody know your business. You might think you hiding it, but yo. No. He gave him a scenario. He approached him in love. And he was like, yo, this, this is a story. He told him the story. And David was like, yo, who is this? They need to die. See, I believe that when the Bible was talking about, yo, take the log out of your eye before you take a speck out of somebody else's because david was ready to go for it show me who he is he's gonna die today and when nathan said you're that one nathan said you are the one that i'm talking about and david wasn't like oh my goodness it's not me i don't know what you're talking about get out of my face you would just prophesy bad news like some of others in the bible did no, he didn't do that. No, Nathan realized like, yo, oh my, I'm sinned against God. He, he became repentant about it and said, Lord, mm, what did he say? Creating me a clean heart. Lord, renewing me the right spirit. And I always say that in order for him to recognize that he needed to be renewed for the right spirit that there's a there's a wrong spirit, right? So what Paul says that my flesh and my spirit war against each other, you know, they're they warned against each other. But he said, with my mind, I serve the Lord. With my mind, I serve God. That is important that we continue to renew our mind that we're not conformed to the things of this world, but we are transformed by the renewing of our mind, that we don't allow the things of the world to take us out of position. What God has called us to do. Yo, this right here is so key, that we all have to evaluate blind spots and certain things in our life that could be taking us off the path. Of what god had for us no god didn't call us to stay in our mess a lot of times what we we end up doing is saying is okay well you know god knows my heart yeah he does but when we are praying and we we're looking to be in the kingdom i i said jesus was the door that there's keys for the kingdom and that when things are in our life and it doesn't seem like it's moving the way we are not that we look because that's not a sign that you know we always think that prosperity and and, and uh, houses and cars and all these things is a sign but a lot of times it's the opposite you know a lot of times it's the opposite i know that i know that you know god wants you know you know he doesn't want you know he says i'm gonna provide for all your needs right but i do believe that he'll give us a, a wants to but I think that sometimes that, that we think that because everything is, is you know, that we got all this stuff. I mean, think about it. The Bible says you can't serve God and mammon. You can't serve God and money. And I do believe that the enemy can give you a form of, of, of prosperity. So you got to be careful who you rocking with. Because the enemy will make it seem so like what did he tell Jesus? Yo, I'll give you all this. I give you all this if you just bow down to me. So that tells me, right? So we have to be mindful. We can't serve mammon, we can't serve the enemy, that we are here to serve God. Right? So think about that. Think about that. Even in the midst of when it when it came to Jesus being tempted to turn turn the stone into bread. Who was he being directed by? The enemy. Turn it into bread. Man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Think about that. When the, when the spirit of the Lord is leading you in this direction, then you're, you go. That you don't go by what you think, your emotions, you don't go by what everybody else is saying. You know? But but what is God saying to you? Every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The enemy thinks he's we Well, go ahead and do it. He wants you to operate out of the will of God. And a lot of times, fans, it's 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 hard. That's why we got to seek it. We got to seek it. It's hard to to, to to know some things. Like you would think that you're going in the right direction and be like, ooh, what? what? How did I get here? So I can honestly tell you we serve a forgiving God. We serve a loving God, you know, but I, but, but it's not up to us. Just to tempt God. Here's the other temptation, throw yourself down. Cause the angels are going to catch you. Just go out there and throw yourself out there. And he's like, no, we don't tempt God. We don't just do what we want to do because of grace is going to cover us. Again, what did Paul say? You, we die right to sin and we are alive to Christ. We just don't tempt God saying we're going to do what we want to do. No, we don't, fam. And the word does come to convict our hearts into the, so that we can go into the right direction. But it's important that we don't get so prideful in some things. What is God saying to you today? What is God saying? I think we all got to evaluate God. What are you saying in this season? because I don't know it all and I can't do it without you, but I can't follow the crowd if they're not following Christ. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. And that is something that we have to be key to. I want to follow whoever's following Christ. That's what I want to do. No shade, it's not about that. But God loves us and he puts us in community. He connects us. I, I can honestly tell you that I'm, I'm not the same person that I was. And when he puts me in an in environment that I'm growing, yeah. But when it's time for God is moving and I gotta be what, what God is saying, I can't be so comfortable to the point where I am out of alignment with what God is saying, because I want to be in relationship with everyone else. I get that. It's not about that. But what is God saying? And whatever God is saying, we got to do. I know that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And I know that He's full of deceptions and lies, and sometimes he can deceive us so good. And that's why it's important that we are in the right environment, that we are together. But we can we got to understand that it's not about where we want to be. It's where God wants us to be. So wherever God places us is where we should be, right? Wherever God puts us, and that's that's the way it should be. It's no shade. It's not. It's, it. It doesn't have nothing to do with. You know, that. But we have to be obedient to what God is saying, each and every one of us. And I love it. I do this. This. I honestly, I didn't know where God was going to take me today. I. I didn't. But this right here, is for real. For real. I love my brothers and sisters. I love my leaders. I love my family. The Bible tells us that we are to love our enemies. Love your enemies. As well, gotta let some things go so that we are able to go to the next level. I get that, and that's what I want to be. I want to be in the will and the purpose of God, and that's my prayer for you and me. Because again, it's just because God is using me to preach the word doesn't mean, yo, no, think about it. We even go back to the message of of what was happening to Moses. He himself are to follow instructions as well. None of us is above correction. None of us, man. Not one. Not one. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we come to you humbly but boldly to your throne of grace, just thanking you, Lord, and glorifying you. Lord, I ask, Lord, that every blind spot, every lie, every deception, Lord God, be exposed of the enemy, Lord God, and that Lord, that you Lord will give us exactly what we need, Lord God, to walk in your will and do things in your way. Lord, that your word says, be holy for I'm holy. And we will not allow the enemy to cause division. We won't let him try to cause disunity, but Lord, that we will take a stance in prayer, being persistent that no matter whatever we're going through, Lord, that we will not allow the circumstances of life, Lord, to take us against one another. Lord, I pray, Lord, Lord, that if there's anything, Lord, that's in me that has to go, anything that I need to repent for, reveal it to me, Lord, so that I'm in right standings, that I'm not just preaching the word, because your word says, don't just be a hearer of the word, be ye a doer as well. I want to do the word. James says, you show me your faith by what you say, I'm going to show you my faith by what I do. And when God says to move, I'm going to move. When God says to do, I'm going to do. When God says to forgive, I'm going to forgive. When God says to let go, I'm going to let go. When God says whatever, I'm going to do it. So God, Help us to see. Help us to know the truth and let the truth set us free. Lord, forgive us for not doing what you told us to do. Forgive us, Lord God, for not loving one another. Forgive us, Lord God, for causing disunity. Forgive us, Lord, for allowing our flesh to take control. Forgive us, Lord, for saying things, Lord, that's not in your will, forgive us, Lord. Help us not just to keep saying, Lord, forgive me, but help us to repent. Help us to turn from our wicked ways, God. Help us to turn not back to the things, not a complete three, eight, three, um, eighty, Lord, but help us, Lord God, to turn from these very things that's stopping us from moving forward. Help us to love each other. Help us to recognize the tricks and the tactics of the enemy so that we, Lord, we're able to pray and intercede on behalf of one another. God, I thank you. I thank you for your word today. I thank you, God. And I eat the scroll as well. I eat it as well today, every day, God. Open up my eyes to see, my ears to hear what thus saith the Lord. Not what I say and not what people say. But what are you saying, God? I don't want to be like Moses, being angry and bitter and hitting the rock when you say speak to it. Help me, God. Cover my tongue. Help me to be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger put a guard over my mouth, God, that I will only speak what you've tell me to speak. Oh God, I know that there's life and death in the power of the tongue. Help me to speak life to the things of God and death to the things of the enemy. So Father, I glorify you this day. I honor you and I honor those who you have placed over me. I surrender all to you, God, and I will follow them as they follow you. Thank you, Lord, for being such a good, good father. Thank you, God, for everything that you're doing. We're the mighty name of Jesus that I pray. Amen, amen, amen. (coughs) Okay, fam. If you don't know the Lord as your personal savior, today is the time to now is the time. get to know him. And I know that sometimes it could be scary. Sometimes you don't know because you've been taught so much. But all I'm asking you to do today is just ask God. Ask God, Lord, what is my purpose? What is it that you want me to do? Lord, I know that I'm hearing people say all of this, but I need to know what you're saying. Show me and help me, Lord to surrender to your will. Listen, all God wants from us is a yes. Yes, Lord. Yes, I will accept your son as my personal savior. And the Holy Spirit comes in and does the rest. The Holy Spirit is the one that comforts and convicts and do all these great things so that we can get on the path. The Holy Spirit reveals, you know, so so many different things in our lives that we can't even see. The Holy Spirit is the one that will lead us into divine relationships, right? That's the Holy Spirit that's leading us there. The Holy Spirit will lead us into the certain jobs and businesses that we need to be in. That's the Holy Spirit. So know that all you have to do is give God your yes. Yes then you will receive the Holy Spirit. When you say, yes, Lord, I believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sin and on the third day, he got back up with all power in his hands. Yes, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Mm. Okay, fam. Love you so much. Bless you. Have a wonderful weekend and I'll see you back on Monday as we continue in transition. God bless you. Bye-bye for now. Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much for joining us. I know that you had to be blessed. God is so good. All the time, all the time. God is good. See you next time. Bye-bye for now.